everyone, welcome. So the last resort aired last night. We're gonna give it three of the last resort. So we're gonna talk about what happened on this episode. Um my ladies, my girls, Kara and Didi will join us in a second. Portuguese princess, hello. I love that you're the first one here. I love that. We love having you. Leanne, hi. Hello, everyone. Judith is here. Hi, Judith. Didi, I gotta see what's going on with the weather by Didi. Hi. Hi, Kara. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. The, the weather is not bad yet. Good. So, counting counting the blessings. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. What's it doing by you? I know we were talking about this earlier. We got severe thunderstorms coming from the north. It's been crazy weather. And then we're still in the red zone with Hurricane um, Idalia, um, which means we're going to have 115 plus mile winds with even more downfall and thunderstorms. So that it's like they're going to be clashing. Oh, my oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. And did you do all of your preparation? Did you get oh, your yeah. windows? And okay, ready. you're good to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Stress me out. Dude. I know. Like, I'm stressed. <laughs> I, we, we're not in the path, but I put all the stuff inside. All the cars are in the garage. Like, everything is, everything that I was supposed to do, I did. I'm, I'm nervous, but yeah. it's not supposed to do anything. But I'm from, a, well, I'm not from Ohio. I'm from Louisiana. I lived through some hurricanes before, but I was a teenager. Like, the one, it ripped the roof off of our house while we were in it. Oh, I was, like, probably, like, eight or nine. But I still have a pretty vivid memory. I don't think you forget that. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're sitting in your house and the roof just lifts off and flies away. I don't think you'll ever forget yeah. that. So it does make me a little nervous being back here in Florida now because I'm like, oh, geez, I don't want to go back to my roof flying off my house. You know, that's scary. Yeah. So I want to make sure everybody is safe. Hopefully, if anyone needed to evacuate, they did. You're in a safe place. You're out of danger. So third episode of The Last Resort has aired. And there wasn't a lot of um, counseling. In this episode, it was more so just like Angela trying to beat the hell out of everyone in her path. So yeah. there wasn't a lot of like um, any medicine, doctory, anything going on to help anyone. I mean, the doctor did sit down with Angela and explain to her, her, hey, Judy, explain to her why her behavior was bad, which I think is important. I think that's why they're there. Mm -hmm. It's important mm -hmm. to talk about your behavior. But I want to jump over to Kalani and Asuelo because we got a quick little scene before the chaos when Kalani decided to block this guy that she had sex with and is building a relationship with. So my first thought was, if in order to make your relationship work, your wife has to block the guy that she likes better <laughs> than you, the relationship is already dead, right? Like, nope. am I wrong? Nope, you're right, 100%. I felt like, because he felt like it was a win. And I was like, Swelo, no, this isn't a win. She only is doing this because you're bitching and having a fit she would rather be talking to him yeah like so the relationship is dead at this point i was like if you feel like she's doing you a favor by blocking her boyfriend and she's your wife like i don't even know what you're doing at this point just goes to show what a 12 year old he is because she's like here would you like to push the button for me that's yeah. what i was just gonna say like she even said do you want to block him to see that he's blocked yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> Oh my god. I know, like the, the verification, like when you 
let a child do something. Do you want to turn on the oven? Because you know you're not supposed to. So since I'm standing here watching, you get to press the button. I found that, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And the fact that he bought it and he was all excited, like, I feel like now there's hope. And I'm like, sir, there's not hope. If your wife has a boyfriend, there's not really hope <laughs> for you. You know, like, exactly. that's, that ship is sailed. Not only does yeah, she have a boyfriend. When she, sends you to sit, when she sends you to sleep on the couch again, she's going to unblock that, Jewel. Well, obviously, the blocking doesn't <laughs> stick because, you know, we got some info spoilers that this guy is going to make an appearance. Yes. Yeah on this season which I, I, I know cannot, I, 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 I want to see Asuelo have a huge temper tantrum flip out start throwing stuff and screaming because I know that's how he's going to handle that yeah. he doesn't know how to handle it any other way right I feel like he's going to start screaming and crying and get angry and, and have a temper tantrum maybe jump around in the sand and or a, a little bit you know when you tell a kid in um the Walmart they can't have the bag of candy they like flip out and start tossing stuff everywhere I feel like that's what we're going to yeah. see yeah I'm still kidding. Yeah. Lini's there. I mean, I wanted her to be a little more involved, right? Because I felt like she's very opinionated. I, I do like her on I Pillow do. Talk, right? So I was like, he's going to be there? Like, bring her into the counseling. Room. I know. Why? Or at least, can she be there when they're all out fighting yeah. each other? Because I feel like Kalini would step in and be like, hey, shut the hell up right like i feel like yeah. she would definitely step in and tell ed and angela to yeah. chill you know i feel like she would do that she would have whooped angela's ass when she got in liz's face so let's talk about angela okay so angela was taking up for ed which nobody cares because at this point nobody's on ed's side right she's like well i know how he is and and even kelly he's like i don't care how he is he called me a bitch twice. I asked him after the first time not to do it. He won't let anyone talk. And so Angela tossed some water in Liz's face, which she took offense to. And Angela's like, I didn't try to hit you in the face. You were just collateral damage, you know, to, to what I was doing. And it kind of escalated. And Angela basically got all in her face, like to the point where they were going to kiss. Like she was all in her personal space and she's threatening her. And I'm thinking, how is this? healthy for her because ed feels like oh she should she should be on my side she should take up for me it's like so by teaming up and bullying her how is that going to teach her that she should stick up for her but again why the hell should liz stick up for ed when's the last time ed stuck up for liz that was I've my never done issue. it right no not that i've ever seen he's never stuck up for her he lets people treat her the way they want to talk about her the way they want to Heck, he even, like, he emotionally um, and mentally abuses her. Yeah. It's, it's well, bad. You nailed it. In this episode, he said, you got what you deserve. That's yeah. exactly what he said. That is an emotionally abusive statement. When yeah. something happens to someone, like, she was, her life was in danger, okay? Like, this was a very dangerous situation. Liz is a very soft-spoken, non-confrontational girl, okay? So for okay. somebody to threatened bodily harm to her the way that Angela did, she must have been terrified. She is not Dee Dee, you know, or she is not Cara and Dee. Like Liz was retreating. She was running away. She was trying to get to that room as fast as possible. Angela's chasing her. So the fact that he would say, you got what you deserved, shows me that there's, there's nothing to fix in this relationship. Absolutely. If he really loved her, if he really respected her, he would never open his mouth to say that to her. I wish it was me that Angela got in, in my face. <laughs> yes. Dude, yes. Oh, my goodness. 
Y'all, y'all, y'all think she could, could let um, some anger go? I would have let a lot of anger out. Get up in my face. I want you to. Please do it. Nope. I, she definitely, I don't care. definitely, she picked, I don't want to call Liz weak, but she picked the least likely person to fight back. Yep. And I noticed that when people get into confrontations. Ed does it too, but I don't know. He might have picked the wrong one with Kelly. So yeah. he, I think, but... It, well, I, I was hoping always, Kelly would beat his. Yeah. Oh, I was. Oh, I was hoping. I was hoping so bad. I was hoping. I was like, do it, Kelly. Do it. Do it. My, my mom's a teacher, and she always used to tell her students, "She's like, one day you're gonna pick on the wrong person, and no one is gonna be around yep. to help you. So you have to be careful bullying people and calling people names because you think that they're an easy target, right? And I feel yep. like. Liz made, she's an easy target, right? She's not going to be confrontational, but I feel like Ed, the way that he confronts and he says things to people, he's going to say something to the wrong person yeah, I hope. and he's going to get himself hurt. It's like, you have to be careful how you speak to people. Calling another man a bitch is very, very questionable behavior, yeah. right? Like you can lose a tooth, you could break your, get your nose broken, you can get put in the hospital. You have to watch that. I've seen news stories where bar fights started from another a man calling another man a name and then there's fighting there's bodily injury there's bottles thrown over his you have to be careful the way yeah. you speak to people and kelly's a retired cop okay so cops know how to take care of themselves yeah. they know how to defend themselves because sometimes it's just them and a criminal yeah. right and they have to make sure that they can handle that situation so kelly did very well with his self-control but like he said there's only so many times you're going to get away with being disrespectful to me. And I think yeah. Ed is going to need to learn his lesson and, and watch what he says. And it's not just to Kelly. He has to watch the way he talks to everybody. Absolutely. It's not just him. Because I was like, it's not just that he talks to people, certain people crazy. He talks to everyone crazy. He talks to Liz crazy. He talks to everybody, even Angela. Him and Angela have gotten into yeah. it. Like, it's not like they have this, this strong friendship. They've gotten into it as well. And it's like, He's the common denominator. He's always the one starting the problem. So it's like being in counseling and still doing the things that you're doing and then blaming it on Liz. He's like, well, if you would have stood up for me, you know, this would have never happened to you. So this is your fault. It's like, he's not learning anything. Like this is counseling. This is where you look at your own personal struggles and you try to make things better. And I feel like Liz is right. Just walk away from this man. There's no point of letting him talk down to you and blame everything and you just walk away. Don't even put yourself through that. There was one point that he did say, it makes me happy. It sounds wrong, but it makes me happy to see her like this. <laughs> like, that's so messed up, dude. I want to beat the shit out of him and Angela together at the same I'm time. I'm telling you, Carl, we, we may just need to show up at the, well, no, they've already did the tell-all. Yeah. I was going to say, we should just, just show up at the tell-all. Just wait for Big Ed to whoop I, his little. I would love to. I, want I, no I don't know. I don't know because we could call Kelly. We'd be like, Kelly, <laughs> we need a witness. You took big ass down. We need some help. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, like, I'm not scared. Bring like, all the credit cards. Like Liz said, or no, yep. like Ed said, I'm not scared of anybody. We're not scared of anybody. Okay. Yep. We're not scared. So don't think that we're scared. We will, we will tell you how it is. Oh, hey, Myra. I didn't know Myra was in here. Hey, Myra. Oh, Danielle. Hey, Danielle. So, I definitely want Liz to follow her first mind and just not give him. Well, I think somebody already put in the comments what's going on. I don't want to say it out loud yet. We're really early in the season. Yeah. I don't want to like do any extra soon spoilers. Yeah, I know Danielle, right? He's an ass. Yeah. 
like, I, I know, like, and, and there's, you know, when you're um, talking to someone and they're like, say three things you love about someone. And it's like, when I think of Ed, I'm like, can I just not say anything at all? Because I can't think of anything positive. You know, cause your parents always say, there's something positive about someone that you can always say. I beg to differ in this situation. There isn't always something positive about their personality or about who they are. And at this point, Liz, please do better. You don't need this. You're better than that. And I don't know what your personal struggle is to think that you have to put up with him, but you don't. I also you don't have to put up with that. You, you should demand at bare minimal respect and support. And if he can't give you both of those at all times, he's got to go. And unfortunately, it was posted today that they got married. Today. No, like to the ceremony was today. Today. How ironic. Yeah. That's very ironic. That's terrible. I really, really hope that's a lie. Wait, was there pictures? Yep. Oh, it's not a lie. That's terrible. I feel so bad. And I know that sounds weird because when you hear someone got married, you're like, oh, congratulations. I don't want to congratulate them. I feel bad. I feel like she just signed up. I still, want to whip, I still want to whip his ass. I don't care. Well, absolutely. Maybe that will help, right? Like, maybe that's a, a step in the right direction. I would, right? Want his little, I would want his little midget ass to try to disrespect me. Please do. I want you to. Me try too. It. Me too. See how, try it. See how far you get. See, no. go to Angela does this. Angela does this. I don't do I, that. I'd be I don't do that. My go-to is when I'm angry with somebody, it's like, I'll break your, your neck. I can't no, do that. No, that's what a if, murder. No, that's a murder charge. What that's if I get too much. Ed's safe. Assault is one thing. We can bail you out for I, that. Like, that's, that's where it has to stop. <laughs> I can't break his neck. No, no, because that's like a non-releasable offense, right? He doesn't even <laughs> have one, though. He doesn't have one to break. Like, well, there's something there, right? Yeah, a throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's oh, my gosh. So, I want to talk about um, Yara and Jovi's little blow up, right? So Jovi, they went to dinner because Yara felt bad for, which I disagree with, by the way. She shouldn't feel bad for taking care of her body in the way that she wants to take care of her body. Who cares what he wants? It's her body. So she felt bad for being on birth control and not telling her husband, which I don't think she has to tell him it's her body, but whatever. So she planned a dinner and she was trying to, you know, have all the food he liked, alcohol, because we know Jovi likes to drink and it didn't go well. He was still pissed off. He still felt like she was being manipulative and controlling and not being honest. So they end up leaving. And instead of going back to the room, he goes one way, she goes another way. He goes out and he gets super drunk with Angela and they cause this huge scene you know, so the other people in the resort, as far as I heard, complained, right? Because the resort staff, the other people there, they're screaming, there's hollering. I think Yara said that there was like a boom box out on the balcony blasting music at like one, two in the morning. Can you imagine, first of all, if you paid a whole bunch of money to stay at this resort? Like, wouldn't you be really pissed? Big Ed is naked. Yeah. Right, Big Ed is naked. Angela's blasting music all night. Um, Kalani's kids are there. Not, yeah. not, not that that's wrong, but like, I feel like that's like they're a resort, not a lot of people. traumatized. Right, like, I don't feel like people typically bring children to a resort, you know? So I was just like, <laughs> I'll be like, can I discuss a refund? Because yeah. this is a whole situation that y'all did not tell me about. But what did I say last week? Even though I was joking, I was right. 
when I said Angela is probably who he brought to the bed. Oh my God, you did say that. You did, you did. Yeah, okay, you did say that. You said it was probably Angela and I disagreed with you because I was like, well, why would you go from Yara to Angela? But you were right. He wasn't trying to bring her into the bed for anything like that. They were just coming back to the room to continue their drunken to be, party. To be obnoxious yeah. assholes. Yes, yeah. yes, but you it, were right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That is, like, downright disrespectful. You That's know what I'm saying? And I I get it. I get on both sides with jo um with Jovi and Yara. I get both sides. I understand both sides. But Jovi totally, 100%, 1,000% disrespected Yara by going off instead of going to the room and talking to her because that's what he said he wants her to do, right? Is talk to, talk to him, show communication. Well, he's not doing that. What does he do? He grabs a wine bottle, walks um opposite way, and then goes and gets um fat face drunk with Angela. Yeah. And then like takes he her sets to the, the room and then causes all this commotion. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he sets the rules, but he doesn't have to follow them. She has to talk about it and tell him her feelings, and she has to follow the rules, but then when the rules come to applying to him, he can just go out and get drunk and ignore the problem, ignore the elephant in the room. And it's like, I disagree with why they're fighting, because I'm, on, I'm team Yara with the birth control. Like, he works every other, is it like every other month or whatever? He's like gone, like if he works 30 days, he'd be gone for like months at a time. Yeah, something like that. Like three months and home three months. Oh, okay. It's even worse. Okay, so if she's pregnant, he's not going to be there. Yeah. So I'm team Yara because who's going to drive her to the doctor? Who's going to make sure that she's okay? Who's going to help her with the baby they already have? Yep. Because they I'm 100% team, team Yara. A woman should be able to do whatever she feels like she needs to do for her body absolutely but that still doesn't make it where i don't understand both sides i get where he's coming from and i get where she's coming from but yara is 100 percent right she didn't even have to say anything no. if you if she's not ready to have a child then she shouldn't have to have a child this is why the nature forces god whatever you believe in made women the key to reproduction yes up to the woman if yes. she wants to reproduce she can and will and if she doesn't screw you yeah. you're not it's not going to happen this is why men if you want that option go start pushing out babies and you can do that but yep. until then you don't get to tell a woman when and when she will not get pregnant or have a baby especially when you work six months out of the year away yeah so you want her to raise first of all being pregnant is a lot of work because I'm pretty yeah. sure pregnant women go to the hospital for like checkups and to the doctor like three or three or four times a month it's like insane. They have to give blood. They have to constantly get things checked. They have to get blood pressure. They have to check on everything on that baby to make sure everything is good for nine whole months. Yep. Then he wants her to take care of a child that they already have who also needs her 100% of the time. Um, Myla cannot take care of herself in any way, shape, or form. She needs her yep. parents. So he wants her to do all of that while he gets drunk and goes to work and hangs out. Yep. No. I like like what planet is he is this like the 1920s yeah like is this where he lives is this what he thinks that he can tell women to just get pregnant and walk around the house while he does whatever the hell he wants yeah and then yeah. He, he was talking about and then he was talking about that he 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 doesn't feel like their future is secure is safe that's another reason why he went out to drink well like i'm on yara's side on this yeah. too it's his fault 
he's the problem instead of trying to fix the problems and act like a grown um, man you know someone that is married that has a child he wants to go off to the bar drink have a good time and then out of everybody at that um, resort he had to pick angela Exactly. Why can't he go? Why can't he go get drunk with Kelly or? Well, we know he wasn't gonna do it with Ed, but I mean, like Kelly or um, nobody's a fan with Asuelo, but Asuelo's better than nobody. I yep. mean, Angela, like why Angela? Yep. Okay, I agree. Okay, so Judy and TJ say that they're both wrong, and I kind of I read this comment and I kind of agree because they're not being honest and transparent with each other. I do believe that honesty is the best option when you're in a marriage or a relationship. So, yes, yeah, she doesn't have to tell him she's on birth control, but since they are married, it would be nice for her to share that. I don't think it's a requirement. So I, I, I do understand where that's coming from because he should be open and honest with her about what's going on and she should be open and honest with him. But what do we think about his other complaints? So she wanted to buy a house in Europe, not a house, an apartment. And he said that she kind of tried to do it behind his back. But she made it very clear on that season of Happily Ever After that the money that she was using was hers. It came from her website and the things that she's doing independently from him. So does he have the right? Because I want to get into this marriage thing. Okay, so if you're married and your wife wants to buy property and it's just her property, can she do that? Because marriage complicates property. So like, I have questions. What is the right way to go about doing that? If you want to do stuff like that, that's you need to get a prenup. Yep. So you do think that it's his right yeah. to know what's going on when it comes to Yeah. Okay. Yara's done a lot of a lot of bad stuff that um behind Jovi's back. And Jovi's done a lot of stuff behind Yara's back. Yara did some stupid stuff last season. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go look for an apartment and she made it look so sneaky as well because she wasn't speaking English. She was only speaking her language to her mom. And then her mom was like, you know, talking to her into doing certain things. And instead of going and talking to Jovi, she was doing everything her mom said. So she was wrong and even letting her mom get in the middle of their relationship. Yep. I agree. I think that she doesn't see it as wrong because it's her money. But I think when it comes to marriage, property is not the same as like a purse a pair of shoes like buying real estate when you're married it's different and i know she's like well it's my money but is it really her money when you're married like what do you guys think about his and hers money when you get married it's everybody's money right yeah 50 50 100 i feel that too okay so i think we're on the same page there because i was like i want to know how you guys feel about that because she doesn't really feel it was wrong for her to do that because she's like well it was my money i wasn't asking you to buy it i wasn't spending your money on it but i feel like this is what they're gonna have to get a grasp on yeah. in therapy yeah. so they can fully understand each other because in their minds they're both right and marriage yeah. never works when both people are right i think men know if you want to be right you're probably not going to be happy so you have to you got to pick one right you got you want to be right yeah. all the time and be miserable or do you want to be happy you know, and let your wife have that because then she'll she'll do things for you to make your life a little better. You know, if you want to make sure that you're right all the time, you might not get your favorite meal every day. You might yeah. not get to go out with your friends on Wednesday nights, you know, because you're not making her life the way that it should be. So you got to pick those. You got to pick those battles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, if 
when you get married and if you're wanting to say your money is your money, his money is, is his money, you need to get a prenup. Yep. You need yeah. to get a prenup. But uh, at the same time, though, is it possible for two people to get married and never combine money? Is, that, is it possible for a relationship to work never combining each other, like always saying that this is mine and that's theirs? I don't see how. I, I don't see how it would work. I mean, unless they're both in agreement. But like in a normal, normal life, no, I don't see that happening. I don't yeah, see it working. I don't see it either. It's it's, I have it's a friend that does it that way. Her money's her money. His money's his money. They have one joint account where they each deposit the bill money in each month, and they pay the bills out of that account. But whatever she makes is hers, and whatever he makes is his after the bills are paid. And I it works. It works. Okay. For them. For them, I, I don't see how it would work. It wouldn't work for me. But well, right. It work for me if one person <laughs> makes more money, they're going to be able to do more, and then that's going to cause animosity, right? Because yep. say one person makes two times as much as the other, they're going to have more money to do their own thing, and then the yep. other person is going to be left broke after paying bills, and then it's not going to feel equal. I don't know. I just feel like when you're in a relationship, you give up the individuality. I could be wrong. Like I could have been raised wrong you know i could have been raised in the south and i don't know what i'm talking about but i just felt like when you you get married you kind of give up your individuality and you just become two people doing this together Absolutely. so it's, it's hard for me when i hear people say like oh well it's my money i'm gonna buy this and i don't have to tell them i'm gonna buy just like i've seen it on tv shows where a guy goes and buys a really expensive car doesn't have a conversation with his wife I've never seen it yeah. one time go positively. Yep. Never yep. seen like you have to talk about these things. But even if and even if he got a bonus at work and and it was all his money, this is still a conversation I think that needed to be taking place by both of you because again, it's not really your money. You know, it's both of your money. You're in this together. If she needed something, she would do it for you. If you needed something, she would, vice versa. So, I think that they are definitely going to have to analyze what marriage means for them and what works for them specifically because i think that they don't have a full grasp on what personal re responsibility is and what relationship responsibility is because i feel like in their mind they're doing everything right based on what they want and they're not taking the other person's feelings yeah. into consideration yeah i agree they're both um selfish in some ways yeah yeah i mean having a kid for your kid like my one of my co-hosts from the podcast a year ago, she had a son and her husband was like, oh, we should have, you know, a child for our child, to a sibling. And she was like, there is no way. And it was like an ongoing conversation. And I felt like they handled it very well. They had many, many conversations. They they never really agreed, but, you know, they still only have one child. And yeah. I, I respect them for having an open and honest conversation. And Yara even felt like she was like, I feel like if I wasn't on birth control, you would get me pregnant yep. because that's what you want. And that's a scary thing. Can you imagine being in a marriage with someone and you don't know if they would do something that you, you specifically asked them not to do? And getting you pregnant is not just saying like, don't go to the bar, don't go to the strip club. This is creating a human life without your permission. And, and she really felt like that. Her not trusting him on that level absolutely justifies her getting on birth control without saying a word well, i mean in my well on last season if y'all remember um they did say that if it wasn't for mala they wouldn't even be together yep yeah jovi did say that he said that if they weren't fighting to stay together for their daughter they would stop fighting yeah. and 
that's a scary situation to hear too because he wants to have another child you barely are hanging on you know with the one you have like they how have can, so many yeah how can you say that you only together for your child but you want your wife to give you another child yeah you're all you're telling her the only reason why i'm with you is because of this child yep. so you're going to tell her the only reason why i'm even going to fight even more or harder for a relationship is if you give me another child children don't fix sometimes children do, do fix things but sometimes children don't yeah and at the end of the day the kids are the ones that pay for it well yeah because like you said it could go 50 50 the kid can make you stronger as a couple or it can make you worse off to where you can barely get along you can barely stomach each other and then the child has to coexist with that negativity that toxic environment so yeah. i think people should really stop using a child as a crutch to fix something as, as a band-aid yeah it's never gonna work you know children are a gift from god but you have to have a strong foundation it's like you wouldn't go in a mud put puddle and and build a house yeah you would, you would lay a strong foundation you would lay you would make sure it's flat you put that concrete there you would put the piping and everything down and then you would build your house you wouldn't just go find some muddy puddle and say let's build a house right here that's what you're doing when you have a child when you don't have that strong foundation you're literally just setting yourself up to topple over and it, it sometimes it happens before the child even gets there because pregnancy is not an easy thing to go through i've watched a lot of the shows with the pregnant women and man the, the hormones dealing with i've seen women when they're pregnant the smell of certain things set them off Absolutely. You don't even have to talk. You don't have to bother her. You don't have to leave your shoes on the floor. You could just be cooking the wrong thing around her, and it makes her so sick to her stomach that she has to leave the house. Yeah. Like, that's how difficult it could be for her. And then men are so oblivious half the time, they don't understand what it's like. Well, they don't understand. We don't know what it's like to cook a human life inside of our body. We'll never, learn. We'll never understand. Right. We can read a book. You know, well, we can read a book, but we're never going to know. I've always said, I've always said that if a man could, could be in a woman's body for a little bit of time, our menstruals, the cramps that come with it, our, um, the hormones that we have to deal with, menopause, carrying a baby for nine months, going through hours and hours and hours, sometimes days, labor, being having to push a child out or having to have your stomach cut open oh. to take the, the child out. I mean, if a man could actually go through what a woman has to go through, y'all would think twice, three times, four times, five times yes. before y'all would, y'all would request stupid things. Yes. Some men, women, us women, we request stupid things too. But I mean, unless you don't unless you haven't went through it you don't know how it feels yeah being pregnant is very hard that and that's so <laughs> very hard one that's only step one of the process right i there was this reel i saw today on instagram it was a guy and his girlfriend they were on a roller coaster the girlfriend was super excited she had her hands in the air and the guy was like screaming and crying and freaking out and the comment below it they said this is why god um made women the giver of life <laughs> because That's they were crazy. like do you see him crying like a baby this is a grown man crying and screaming like a baby and she's literally got her hands up she's screaming she's having a good time he's trying to hold her hand <laughs> and she's 
away from me, Jesus. And she's like, this is why he appointed women to do this because men would never be able to handle 3% of what is needed to bring a human life into this world. And I think it's interesting because men think that they're the ones who are like, let's start a family. It's my decision. It's not your decision. Like yeah. you might be a part of it, like you might be needed in the process, but you're not even even really in the process. Like honestly, the woman is the if, if she's not ready to have a child, you're never gonna have one. Yep. You know, if she's not ready to go through that, you're never like you can say you want children until you're 80. Until she's willing to give you that, you're not even part of the process. Yep. It's a lot. It's a lot to bring uh amazing blessing into the world. They are an amazing blessing, of one of the best gifts from God, but oh my gosh. Very yeah. painful. Yeah. <laughs> Very painful. <laughs> Donna, you got it. If men had kids, everybody would just have one. That's exactly. They would go through the process, realize what it was, and they would get their tubes tied. Right? That's exactly how it would work. They'll be like, well, we're never doing that again. I didn't know it was because you know, that's what happens. Like when you get on a roller coaster, you have no clue what you're in for, right? But then once you get off, you're like, well, I'm never getting on that. Again. <laughs> yeah. I, I learned my lesson, right? I feel like that's how men would do. They'll be like, well, that's a, a life lesson. Yeah. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. Uh-oh, I think he's got some weather happening. Can you hear me now? Hey, you back. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's not doing anything outside yet, but maybe it's it's coming. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. The video's off. Your your mouth doesn't match your words. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let's try turning that off. Turn it back on. Am I back? Am I back? You're back. No. Yeah. Okay, back. okay. Okay. Yeah, TJ. <laughs> the hurricane is it's coming. It, it's not supposed to be here until tomorrow though. So I'm like. Don't come early. You're not yeah. invited early. Like, don't be an uninvited guest. You know, we don't want you here at all. Please don't come early. We got to let us get through the podcast first. Um, right. Podcast yeah. first. Come. I don't <laughs> want to lose any type of power. I'm already worried. I'm not a, I'm not a, what do you call it? A camping person. Like, I can't do things without, like, electricity and water and, you know, I'm, I don't even know if glamping would work for me. So I'm a little nervous because I don't know if I'm it's actually... That don't bother me. I think I could go on that. Um, I think I could really do a on the episode um, Naked and Afraid. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be naked, but I mean, let me have something, you know what I'm saying? But like in something like that, I could really do it. I, I mean, I love being out in the wild. I think I could do it. No. Me too. Being without one on electricity doesn't bother me. Really? Uh, it's hard for I mean, me. Where, like... where I grew up in Mexico. Remember now, I grew up in Mexico. So there yeah, was a lot, a lot of times we didn't have lots of water, so it doesn't bother me. I grew up in Oregon, and that's what we did for fun. <laughs> Camping is fun. Uh, I never understood how it was fun. Oh, I grew up in Louisiana, and I used to go horseback riding. Does that count? But, like, we drove there in a car. No, like, that's not, <laughs> not, no. We didn't sleep there or anything. Like, we drove there I in a car. We, yeah, like, I, I don't I didn't do any of that stuff. Like, I'm, I'm not an outdoor person at all. Like, in school, I didn't even do sports. I ran track because you had to do one sport yeah. or you couldn't finish school. So I was like, I can run. Like, because mm -hmm. if there was, like, an 
animal chasing me, I would run from the animal. So I could, I can run. So I just did that. That's what. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so I had a little bit of hope for Molly and Kelly, even though I know what I, I know the end outcome, but I had a little bit of hope that they were going to get along, but I was very disappointed on how she turned. She was just like, just turned it off. Well, yeah, they, he stood up for her. And he was like, it felt good. You know, we, this felt like a relationship. And I was, I was there for you and you were there for me. And she's like, well, don't, don't make it look like you always were there for me. You know, like, don't make, like, that's not what, and she definitely shut it off. And she's, I feel like she's really hard on him. And I think that her expectations for a man are really high. Yeah. Because she's a very accomplished person. She has done so much. And I feel like in order to, to be in her kingdom, you know, she's a queen. In order to be in her kingdom, she, she has expectations, which... I don't see anything wrong with. I do think that it's important for Kelly to know what those expectations are because it's hard for someone to live up to your expectations when they don't know what they are. Yeah. And I don't know if Kelly knew what he was getting into and what he was expected when he got there. So I, I don't know. I, I want them to work out. I want them to fix things. But like you said, we know, we know how it ended up due to the police reports and all the stories. We know where it ended up. I just kind of want to know now, since we're on watching the show and watching it unfold, what was the the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Because they were willing at this point to try. So I yeah. wonder what, what broke that? What made it to where it wasn't worth fixing, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's sad to watch it because they really were a good couple. Yeah. So it makes yeah. me yeah. happy. Yeah. This whole thing for me is hard because I liked her and Cynthia as friends. Yeah. I loved her and Kelly as a couple. So this whole thing has been difficult for me. And I know I don't know them. It's none of my business what they do with their lives. But I liked it the way it was. Yeah. You know, I thought that they they were so complimentary of each other. Cynthia and Molly worked well together professionally. They worked well together personally. I just, I hate seeing good relationships severed. Yeah. You know, and, and especially things that took so long to build. I just hate that. So I, I, I don't like seeing things like that happen. I do know that life happens. Sometimes life tears people away from each other and it is the situation can't be changed and sometimes you can't go back from what happened. Yeah. So I'm wondering if we're gonna get any insight on either of those situations like specific. I hope so. I hope so we're too. We're supposed to know exactly what happened um, between her and Cynthia and we're supposed to find out what happened between him and Olivia. Yep. See that I those are two things that I really want to know because I've heard every rumor possible right on Instagram and on Reddit. So I would really love to know what really happened, what's true and what's not, because you know, bloggers just that they write up anything and post it. So it's like we don't know what happened and we've seen like inserts or snippets of reports that don't tell you everything that, that they only it has a narrative. Certain parts are, are scratched out so you can't see it, certain parts aren't because they want you to to, to go a certain direction. So right. I want to know what happened. And I feel like this will probably be the only chance we'll get that information, right? Because Molly's been super quiet. Like she doesn't talk about it at all. Cynthia doesn't really talk about it. And Kelly, I don't even know if he's on social media. Do you guys see Kelly on social media anymore? I'm, yeah, I'm friends with Kelly. On yeah, I'm friends it, with Kelly on social is media. Is he on Instagram or is he just on Facebook? Both. He's on both. But he had two Insta he had to start a second Instagram because his main one got hacked. Oh, and oh started I'm probably looking at that one. 
Cause, oh yeah, yeah. Cause it didn't look updated. So yeah, I'm probably looking at that yeah. one. Yeah. This first one got hacked and it, it was sending messages to everybody asking for money and wanting to collab and all this stuff. And he was like asking everyone to report it because it wasn't him. Oh, wow. Oh, Judy is dropping off. She's under tornado watch. Judy, you're by me. That's scary. You're like less than an hour from me. Okay, so be safe. I'm going to text you when this is over. I hope you're safe. Be All right, safe, so what Yes, Ms. Judy. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, me and Ms. Judy have been going. talking back and She's forth. By so. Me. Yeah. So that's a little scary. Um, <laughs> what else happened on this episode that we need to talk about? Is that it? I mean, it was mostly just Angela trying to annihilate um liz that was like a good 20 minutes of the episode yeah. oh and then the, the doctor did have a sit down with angela and tell her what what she did was wrong and why and i liked how the doctor did the response where angela was like well what did you find wrong with my behavior and she was like what do you think was wrong yeah because i love those self-expressing answers so you can you, it's always so important to look at yourself from the outside in the situation and I think I learned that best from YouTube because you guys look at situations from both sides because I like to look at situations from the outside and just use my perspective. But I think it's so important when you're analyzing your own behavior to stand outside of yourself and watch the way you're interacting with people and critique yourself. And I think that that doctor nailed it because she's like, well, what do you think you did wrong? And yeah, she and actually- She also said, when Angela said, who ratted me out? She says, well, it is a resort and there are other guests. So <laughs> right. she wasn't saying, oh, so-and-so called, you know, well, she handled it well. Yeah. The and then was... they're saying that the resort as well, the um, therapists are, so. Well, right, they're staying there too. So they can hear the screaming, they can hear the yelling, they can hear the music, they can hear the commotion. And I'm pretty yeah. sure since production is staying there, production is whose probably name is on the room. Right. They probably got a few calls like, hey, your guests that you brought here are causing a major disruption in yeah. our business. So I'm pretty sure it doesn't really, and again, does it matter who ratted you out if you did something wrong? Nope. That is such, such a, um, a cop-out thing. Like, If you ask that question, then you automatically know you did something right. wrong. Right, because when you get in trouble, that's like how it is in school, when you get in trouble and you're like, which one of you ratted me out? You know, it's like, because you and your friends, you know you were all doing something wrong. So you're like, well, who's, who talked? Who did this? And it's like, does it matter who spoke? Your behavior is what needs to be corrected and your behavior is what's wrong. So did you guys notice that most of Angela's scenes don't have Michael in it? Yeah. What's up with that? Why didn't they bring somebody on who could physically be there? Because I was like, she does need to grow as a person. She needs to grow as a person, but they also need to grow together. Yeah. And I feel like everything but, that we're seeing. But every, everybody knows that they haven't been together for a long time. Yeah. I've yeah. heard that. Do you do you believe that? Do you believe I, that they haven't? I, believe that. I don't think they've been together for, for a very long time. I five don't years. think so. It's been I, almost I, over I don't five think years. so. Because if you, because the math ain't mathing, George. The math ain't mathing, okay? It yeah. just ain't mathing. It ain't. Well, they yeah. got married like three years ago, right? <laughs> but they yeah, but why is it that out of, other than, um, other than the one that we know why he hasn't got here yet, but um, why has he not came over here? Why is he the only 90-day fiance um, that is not over here? Yeah. yeah. I, I question that too, because he would have had an interview 
and we would have heard the outcome of the interview. And it's possible that you can have an interview and they deny you the first time. That's very possible. But in this many years, he would have had more what, than one interview. Wasn't he already denied? He was denied once, and then well, she, he was denied it, for the K one. Yeah, and then that's and so when she went over and they so, got married, right? And then they're applying for the spousal. So, but do we know why he was denied no. denied for the K one? No. So that's something we need to look into. Yeah, because, because they don't typically deny you for a K one. Because in 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 the beginning of the the last resort, whenever she was talking to Kalani, um, and then Kalani was telling her that. Um, Asuelo cheated on her. Well, she's like, well, I done been through all that. The, he was 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. Now he's supposed to be 33. Like, seriously? Like, huh? Yeah. Why is he the only one that has not come over here? Yeah. Well, Ronald says that she was recently in Toronto visiting someone. I did see that. Did y'all yeah. see that she was visiting Billy? Yep. This was pretty she's recent. always visiting Billy. She even told she even told um Michael in his face that she was that she was in love with Billy and that Billy was the love of her life. She told him that last season. She's been she's been there to see Billy more than once. Yeah, true. So, but you don't think she's in a relationship with Billy though, right? I don't think yeah. anyone's gonna be in a relationship with anybody. I mean, she's even I mean she's even doing stuff with her doctor. Why do you think she got mad at Yara for using her doctor? Yep. She said Yara had to, why didn't Yara ask her permission to use her? Oh, Ronald. Use her doctor, the, I'm sorry. You're the, yeah, like. The club that she was at, she was recently at a club. Yeah. Yep. Was, were there any guys with her? Like, I don't want to, like, put you on the spot, but, like, who was in her entourage when she came to the club? I'm just curious. Was Dr. Jen with her? Like, what was, what was the deal going on with that? Because we know her and Dr. Jen kind of got into a spat. Yeah, not too long ago either. So there's there's always a lot of news surrounding her and what's going on. So I was just curious. She did do that club appearance like not even a week ago, right? Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. If you can give any info on who was there with her, that would be interesting. Where was this club at again? Was it in New York? I can't remember now. He just recently did some karaoke thing also. At oh, yeah. Yeah, she was um, all over social media inviting people, telling where she was going to be at, doing a karaoke. Who wants to go listen to Angela sing? God, no. Seriously? I, she did one in Tampa at um, the Hulk Hogan Club. Oh, no, she was with a producer. Oh, no. so No, but it was in Toronto. Interesting, Ronald, that it was in Toronto. Yeah. So... Ah, and and that's where Billy is. I see. I see where this is going. I see where this is going. So yeah, that's something that I want to look into, and I, I definitely want to figure out what was the deal with the first K one visa. Yeah, and why did they have to? Yeah, send me a DM. Definitely, I would love to know. And why did they have to apply for the spousal visa? And what's up with the spousal visa? Because yeah. I was under the impression the spousal visa gets um processed faster, right? Because you're already married. It's supposed to, I mean, I but just who knows. And this is all pre-COVID. So, like, I just have a bunch of questions. So, I'm really interested in Did knowing. Did she even but, really apply for it? I mean, how do we know that she ain't paying that lawyer that, like, he um he helped her just to be on the show? He's probably not even a lawyer. He's just her neighbor. Could be. <laughs> set up a desk. Because that's not, I'm, I'm telling you, the math ain't mathing. 
See, now, now I'm wondering, because it has been five years. See, now you're making me wonder about this whole thing. Because the only we only know one couple that has waited that long, and it's a special circumstance. Yeah. So it's making me, it's, I don't think there's anything going on with Michael. So I'm trying to understand what's going on. And if he was denied a long time ago, and they're just not telling us, yeah. Yeah. that would be pretty grimy right like yeah. if there was absolutely no chance he was ever going to come over here it was denied they should stop filming right absolutely. because the whole purpose is they're coming over they may here. be they, they may keep them at like a backup or something if they can't find people to to be on the show i mean but look they're a backup. we're tired of seeing we're tired of seeing them we know they're not together they're just a spot filler right now they obviously well yeah they're not doing anything together yeah. they can't even do the, hey Tracy, they can't even do the the um couples um what do you call them activities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't do anything, so it's like, what exactly was the purpose? Because there are people who could have been there physically for the show that have issues. I mean, this is the ninety day universe. Yeah. Not very many people don't have issues, right? Like, right. there's only like you can count on one hand how many people are actually happy and getting along and don't have any issues. Like, there's mountains of issues that we can go through for this show like there'll probably be a season two they won't have any trouble finding five or six more couples yeah. that have problems so why they specifically wanted angela and michael to be on knowing that michael couldn't physically be there well, I, don't I, know. Sure. I, I mean it's all over media on um, social media i don't know if y'all have seen it or not and i don't believe it but um every once in a while it'll pop up on my page that she got fired after the last resort Angela? That's what I, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't think it's true. I think it's 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 a scam. Yeah. But um that's what it, it every once in a while it'll pop up on my social media. I think it's clickbait. But I see it yeah. a lot. I've seen yeah, I've seen it. I don't but think then when I saw don't it, get rid of I don't think they'll get they're not gonna get rid of Angela and they're not gonna get rid of Ed. People hate them. They're not gonna get rid of them because people hate them. <laughs> yeah, the me Memes and the interaction comes from people hating the people. Yeah. Like, there's people who literally just make memes of the people they hate from the show. Yeah. You know, like, and that's generating engagement. That's generating views. They don't know who these people are until they watch it. Oh, man, I've seen a lot of Shekinah memes. Have y'all seen the Shekinah oh, memes from the other way? They're just popping up left and right. Yes. I can't wait to discuss some of those next week because yeah. I was like, man, these are so good. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I know y'all don't like her. I like her. She gives me like um, Darcy and Stacy vibes, right? I, I just, I like her a lot. And I just want to watch how this is going to go because she's moving to turn, well, we think. she's moved, they, She started so far back in the season. We don't know what she's actually doing because it makes you wonder if anything works out at all because she started out in episode eight. Yeah. Usually that's a bad sign, right? Usually yeah. when you start that late in the season, that's like a tirade. Yeah. And Carmela situation, it's not going to go anywhere. They don't have a. They kind of did that too with um, Debbie and Osama, because they only she was only there for like a week and a half. So yeah. they have to stretch that week week and a half for a whole season. So we would literally get three minutes every two weeks. Yeah. In order to make it work, so I was like, oh, we're not going to get a lot of Shekinah because I was already obsessed. Yeah. When they said her name and I saw her, I was obsessed. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be meme central and i'm ready for it <laughs> yeah 
Yes, yes, Donna, they do. They look like AI generated people. Yes, I saw that meme as well. They do. They do. They look like filtered AI generated people, but they're real. That's the best part, right? It's crazy. Tracy says she looks like Kim Kardashian or reminds her of Kim Kardashian. I think she reminds me of dollar store Kim Kardashian. Like someone <laughs> ordered her on Wish. <laughs> oh more, my God. More Chloe, right? It's more Chloe. I feel like Chloe is like the Either the way. cheap and dumb version of Kim. Don't don't come after me. Don't if you're a Kardashian fan, don't come after me. I've just heard that. I don't know if that's true or not. I think they're all rich. Yeah, we gotta have <laughs> fun on here. We got to have fun. So it can't always be serious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next Sunday, this Sunday, why did I say next Sunday? This Sunday we'll be back to talk about before the 90 days. Someone told me it's the finale that said nothing about this finale on the previews. So I'm not sure but i do know when the season ended before this one it didn't say it was the finality finale it just happened to be the finale so i'm gonna go on the dvr and see if i can go a few weeks up in advance and see if the tell-all is the week after next yeah. and then I'll, I'll let you guys know but somebody did say that this is going to be the finale of before the 90 days episode 14 so and then there'll be two-part tell-all so i'll keep y'all posted on that but either way we'll be talking about it we'll be discussing it and make sure you're following Kara and Dee. Their links are here at the bottom. And wait, Kim Card Wish Kim Kardashian or Amazon Kim Kardashian. Okay, I like the Wish one. I forgot about. Should I remember Wish? I forgot yeah. about Wish. I feel like AliExpress took over. Now AliExpress is the meme. Okay, make sure you guys are following me on all social media at George Massey, GeorgeMassey.com, and anywhere you get your podcast. Um, type in the George Massey Show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um. Have a good night. Be safe. If you are anywhere near the path of the storm or whatever is going on where you are, be I'm way over here in Oregon. I'm good. You guys be safe. Yes. Everybody else be safe. Check on, check on anyone you need to check on. Make sure everyone is safe. Um, and we'll talk to all of you guys really soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.